On today's episode of the Ringer Fantasy Football Show, we preview each game from Wild Card Weekend and debut our new daily fantasy competition format. We have trivia showdowns or trivia face-offs or something. I don't know. It needs a better name, but it's fun. And somehow I get stuck with the Titans defense, which is not so fun. Stick around. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I'm joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Horlbeck. Guys, it's the playoffs. We're there. What are we doing here? So here's (laughs) the thing. So fantasy football doesn't really exist in the playoffs per se. Well, not normal style, yeah. Not normal style. So we're going to do a game. That's what we're going to do for the playoffs. We have entered with three separate daily fantasy lineups. We've all made them separately. And we're going to compete. We're going to do this every round of the playoffs, and we're going to see who can get the most points through the end of the playoffs in the four rounds. So I, we don't really have stakes for this yet, which is probably a mistake. We probably should have figured it out by yet, by now. But <laughs> if people have ideas for what we should be betting on here, email us at ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com. Keep in mind, we're all in different cities in America, and none of us can go outside. So, <laughs> And like, it's a global <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. We can't do that. What is it? The nine nine for nine or whatever? The nine hot dogs and nine, nine beers nine, and nine, nine innings? A virtual nine. nine <laughs> we have nine. to do that at some point when the world is back to normal. But yeah. We do a virtual nine, nine, nine. <laughs> I would do that. So sad. So we we're going to go it. game by game. We're going to preview all the playoff games, and we're going to talk about the players we've chosen in our lineups for those playoff games in our lineups but there's one wrinkle we can't use the same players correct and if we have any overlap between those players we immediately launch into a trivia showdown battle royale well it's not a battle royale it's like one-on-one war whatever like trial by combat but giuliani ruined that term but anyways you will hear this sound and then we will We'll go through a trivia. You'll see. You'll get the hang of it. It's fun. And then whoever gets the trivia question right or is closer will get the player. They get yeah. to keep them. And then the person who loses the trivia question must take a player of equal or lesser value at the position in the same game. I don't think it should be equal. It should have to be less. Can't be oh, equal. Fine. Lesser, yeah, fine. Lesser value. Because that's the, you lost, value. right? Yeah. You lost. There you go. You'll get the hang of it. It'll be fun. It'll be easy. Uh, let's just jump right in, guys. Sure. Bills, Colts. Okay. Is the first playoff game of the weekend. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. DK, do you have any players in this game? I do indeed. I have two. I'm going to start with the quarterback. I've got Josh Allen of the Bills. Ooh, ballsy. I know. This one is, yeah, I'm digging deep here. 
I'm going out on a limb. Josh Allen, <laughs> who has 15 touchdowns and two interceptions in the last five games, 117 passer rating in his last five games. They have gone absolutely nuclear on people over the last like month and a half. I mean, they're just blowing people out. They blew out the Dolphins, who had their playoff lives on the line, and dropped 56 points on, I think, the team that had scored. They'd given up the fewest amount of points in the NFL to that point, and then they dropped 56 on them. So I'm going to, I'm just rolling the dice with the guy who's like the hottest of any NFL quarterback right now, other than maybe like Aaron Rodgers. He's also got that rushing upside, which I like. And I could picture a world where he just goes absolutely off and has like three rushing or three passing touchdowns, another rushing touchdown, and just locked in. So I'm, I'm rolling on, I'm rolling with Allen. Obviously, he was expect, expensive, uh, 9,000, but uh, yeah, not the most expensive. Uh, Lamar was $300 more than Josh. Yeah, I think that's probably due to the fact that Tennessee's defense is not good, and the Titan <laughs> or the uh, the Colts' defense is good. But I'm still I'm still betting on Allen. This is a good start because I have Josh Allen too. Oh, I have Josh. Allen. I mean, everything you just said. I mean, probably cost Brian Flores Coach of the Year last week because of the weekend. But here's the, the Bills are averaging 47 points per game, like in their last three weeks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Can you think about that? And then <laughs> the other thing, it's nuts. The other thing I like is just they pass when they're up. Yeah, they're that's not the other one of those thing. teams that bleeds the clock with running the ball. They just keep piling. That's how you get to 47 points per game. Yeah, that's how you have Kamara on your fantasy team and you still lose because you went up against Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> You're like, well, gonna. surely they're going to start running the ball. Nope, Stefan Diggs, 28 yards. Yeah. So Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> and that's the thing. And so the other part of this is the Colts, the Colts defense was kind of good in the first six weeks of the season, but they've been pretty bad recently. They're actually giving up almost 300 yards per game, passing yards per game in the last or since week 11, which mm. is the second worst in the entire NFL. So the, the Colts defense is not only not good anymore, it's pretty bad pass defense-wise. So I'm not really confident they're going to be able to stop Allen. I mean, if any, he's a little worse against zone coverage than man, and the Colts play a lot of zone, but still, I'm not really worried. I feel like Diggs and Allen are going to be great. So I like that. The other person I have in this game is I actually got Gabe Davis. For Gabe, the Bills. Dave. Gabe Dave. Gabe Dave. Basically, Cole Beasley could miss this game, which would be a little, Ooh, you know, be a little interesting. dense. Yeah. But he had a, more than 100 yards, I think 107 yards and a touchdown last week. So I just like Gabe Dave. And even if Cole Beasley plays, he can still be a thing. But <laughs> Gabe Dave. I just like Gabe Dave. The Bills are so crazy stacked at wide receiver. You don't really think about it because John Brown's been gone half the year. But God, they have so many good receivers. They're amazing. DK, did you have anyone else in this game? It was just Josh Allen. I have one other guy in this game. I'm going with running back Naheem Hines for the Colts. And the reason I'm doing that is I needed to get a guy who was a little bit cheaper Hines is, this is my flex guy, he's 5,600 on the week. So, you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to go for a guy with kind of a lot of upside. And I'm looking at this game, I'm wondering if it will be a good game script. Uh, the game script will be advantageous for a guy like Hines, who's like more of the pass catching back here. If like the Colts get behind early on, have to kind of like put it into overdrive and start passing the ball a little bit more. Obviously, I think if they had their druthers, they would just run the ball really hard all game long with Jonathan Taylor, and then Hines wouldn't be that involved. But if they fall behind like two touchdowns early in the game, and we've seen the Bills just jump on people, then they're going to have to like pass the ball more. Phillip Rivers loves passing, like dropping, uh, you know, checking down to his running back or whatever. And, and so I think that's going to be a big factor in this game. Hines, to me, is still one of those guys who could just kind of out of nowhere have two touchdowns, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. So he's had he has had that like solid eight nine point floor over the last month but he could also have like a 20 point game and it wouldn't surprise me at all 
Yeah, so I also have Naheem Hines. TK. Oh, shit. So like we're, we're two <laughs> We have two off the bat here. Two off the bat for DK specifically. So we'll face off with that. Just to top off Naeem Hines, this, weather, this game is going to be freaking cold. It's going to be in the 30s. Phil Rivers has not played a lot of important games in the cold. <laughs> San His Diego. old creaky arm. All he's going to be able to do <laughs> is check down to Naheem Hines anyway. Uh, I love check down guys in the playoffs. I, I always go back to thinking about James White. And I mean, it's just so easy. It's like clockwork. Like you, you can rack up ten targets like it's nothing as a yeah. checkdown guy for like a veteran quarterback in the playoffs. I love James White and I love Naheem Hines this week for mm. every reason DK said. Also, it's just a two. It's really kind of a two man committee now in Indy. Like that whole Jordan Wilkins yeah. thing is gone. Wilkins is gone. Is it's great. just Taylor and it's and it's Hines and you know Hines is still averaging ten touches a game over the last five weeks. So if they get down early, it'll probably be closer to fifteen. Craig's the weather correspondent. Is it nuts that we're ignoring Jonathan Taylor after he had 253 yards? Or you just think it's a game? No, he's Basically just, what we're he's saying, just guys way more expensive. The Bills expensive. are going to take a lead. Yeah, no. he's mo way more expensive. I mean, if you look at him, he's the third most expensive running back, and they might get killed. So it's kind of hard to convince yourself. I mean, that's the other thing. I was. I just want to say, I want to add to that real quick before we get into these battles. The last five games, the Colts have had like pretty much only positive game script, it feels like. they've Well, they've been playing bad defense. They had the Texans twice, the Raiders, and the Jags. And I and I believe in all those games they were up. I could be wrong. I do. In fact, they were actually uh, they were down, or they were leading the Steelers even for like the first whatever it was three quarters. I don't know when yeah. the Steelers came back and took the actual the second lead. half. Yeah, but I mean, the, all these games you have positive game scripts. This is a big part of the reason that Jonathan Taylor had like this massive, huge second half of the year. And in this game, I think I could see it going differently. So that that was kind of what I wanted to add. Okay, who else did you have? We'll do showdowns at the end of each game. Yeah, so this is a really jam-packed game. I feel like a lot of us have yeah. a lot of players. Because, I mean, it's the second highest total, point total of the week at 51. Maybe it's because so. the Bills are scoring 47 <laughs> points per game in the last well, three weeks. Because of that, I'm <laughs> chilling out. I, I'm so sick of not having Stefan Diggs. This is why mm. I love Daily Fantasy. I yes. have, I'm, I'm, I'm buying Stefan Diggs and I'm buying John Brown this week. John Brown coming back from injury. Honestly, this is all because I can't afford Josh Allen and I would have loved to have had Josh Allen. <laughs> so... I'm ready to be the guy who inflicts pain upon you two with the Bills passing game. And I I don't, Stefan Diggs has an oblique injury. I don't buy it. I, I, I hope that scares people away. It, he said he's had What's it for- What's an oblique anyway? He said he's had it for it's weeks when everyone was like, that's news to us. I, I don't, I think that's nothing. He'll be fine. All right. Okay. So with that said, let's, we're, we have two challenges to do here. So DK and I are going to go head to head Oh, for trivia yeah. question. Okay, here we go. Whoever's closer gets to keep Josh Allen in their lineup and the loser basically has to take Philip Rivers. Okay, oh, wait, shit. I gotta put the gong sound, right? So I'll do it. Showdown time. We'll think of a better term for that. Yeah, email us. You have a better idea for the segment. Email us that too. Ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com. We gotta come up with a name. Why did we thing. not workshop that a little? Showdown time. Okay, so, so okay. All right. This is from Andrew. How many gallons of water are in Lake Michigan? Oh my God. <laughs> Whoever is closer <laughs> will get Josh Allen. Lake Michigan is fucking massive. Uh, this is one of those. This is like one of those questions where I don't even know if I'm even in the right stratosphere scale. When, right, yeah. you could be off by a billion. And it would be like nothing. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say 10 billion. I don't fucking know. Yeah, 10 billion. Okay, Danny Kelly says 10 billion. Hi, I'm going to say... Probably too much. I don't know. I'm going to say... Don't uh, price is right me. You got. I was going to say 9.9, but no, I'll say... I'm going to say 5 billion. 
It's probably in the millions. <laughs> so Danny Kelly said 10 billion. Danny Heifa said 5 billion with a B. Yeah. Yes. According to satellite measurements, Lake Michigan holds one quadrillion gallons of water. <laughs> <laughs> we way undersold it. Oh my God. <laughs> so I guess DK wins. <laughs> yes. DK gets chucked out. Listen what is a, wait, what's a quadrillion? I don't even know how many billions. It's, is that. Uh, it's above a trillion, right? We skip a trillion, you go right to a quadrillion. 1,000 raised to the power of five. That doesn't help. <laughs> Thanks. How many zeros? So there you go. Like 15? No, it's more than a, it's 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 billion trillion quadrillion. So we were off. It's fifteen by, zeros. We were off by like like several de standard deviations. I mean, we're or whatever, just to like, show you so guys many. how off you were. Just to show you how off you were. It says Lake Michigan is so vast that you would need to drain about four hundred billion gallons from it just to lower the level by one inch. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did I say? Fifty billion. Ten. Ten. <laughs> ten. Five. Oh my god. Oh my god. We were Anyways. so far off. So you get all right, we have one more of these to do. Just a bit outside. So I won that though. Just, yeah, you won. So I, I have to take Philip Rivers in my lineup now. This sucks. Congratulations, DK, Josh Allen. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm excited. So okay. next one. So now I'll do the next one here. So now okay. you guys get to fight over who you're fighting over? Naheem, Naheem Hines. Hines. Oh, yeah. How are you guys fighting over Naheem Hines? And I'm not even involved with Naheem Hines. I, I was on I, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. Unbelievable. And how am I not with Josh Allen? I love Josh Allen. Okay. This is a question from Peter. Peter. Shaquille O'Neal holds the record for the biggest total purchase in the history of Walmart. <laughs> How much did he spend? At How Walmart? How much did he spend at Walmart in one go? At one time. Jesus. One It was in 2008. <laughs> what could you buy at Walmart for that much I money? That's, that's what I'm thinking of. It's like a lot of six packs of 7-Up or what? Like I'm just picturing like how many carts did he have? Can't you buy like furniture from Walmart? I haven't been in a Walmart I, I, in years. I, I, don't I, I doubt this. Shaq's buying a Walmart couch. You could buy alcohol at some places. Maybe? No? I don't yeah, Actually, the, Walmart the maybe not. How do we decide who guesses first? Because I feel like it influences who guesses second. That's true. I went first last time. You go first this time. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say Shaq spent, because you got to mention, people have probably bought Well, the first one anchors the second one. I know. I'm going to say Shaq spent $32,000. That's it? <laughs> Wait, I want to know what you picture him buying with that $32,000. Honestly, I feel like it had to be for Just like Hurricane Relief. He had to buy jeans. like the whole... I feel like it had to be for like a good cause, right? Like a charity thing. Oh, that's like what it Heifetz, is. what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm guessing. You're the moderator, though. You don't get to give He's your probably opinion. right. Oh, He's you're probably right. Oh, this, this was probably some like no charity. No opining. Deal. Okay. I'm going right, to say- right, That wasn't a good move. Look, I'm not going to try and just like one-up Craig by saying whatever. I'll just say $1.2 million. There you go. I actually screwed DK up. It was only $70,000. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so my opining actually helps you crack seventy grand, <laughs> seventy grand. That's he bought an incredible okay. amount of soda. So there you go. So DK gets Josh Allen. I do Philip Rivers. Craig gets Naheem Hines. DK, you have to take a running back Shit. of lesser lesser value in the Bills Colts game. Oh God! In the same game, I forgot about this. So I got fifty seven hundred. I could take. You gotta go Moss. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Zach Moss. Putting him in fifty five hundred. Congrats. All right. Man. Beautiful. All right. Let's go to the next game here. Next game, one point. <laughs> quadrillion. You should have, that's what you should have said. A quadrillion dollars. Okay. Next game on Saturday, Rams Seahawks. 
Deke, do you have anyone in this game? <laughs> this is really funny. All of our players. Technically, I do. I have the Rams defense, uh, which is 4,900. Obviously, very talented defense. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, ballers. One of the better uh, defensive coordinators in Staley, Brandon Staley. Do you know how Brandon Staley got the job? I read this this week. Brandon Staley was the defensive coordinator for like John Carroll University, which is a good school in in Division Three, and he made them the best defense in football. This is a great story of ESPN Mm. this week. And he basically goes to this job interview with Sean McVay for twelve hours, and is like, "I want to do this Division Three scheme I have." with the Rams, and I want Jalen Ramsey to be like the D3 cornerback I had, and I want Aaron Donald to be like this D3 defensive lineman I had. Oh, that's fascinating. And now they gave up the fewest points and fewest yards and fewest first downs in the NFL. Jeez. The Rams are the most expensive defense on FanDuel this week. In addition to just being really talented, I think this defense knows that they're going to have to rise to the occasion because their offense is potentially going to be starting uh, John Wolford. Wofford? Wolford? How do you how do you say Wofford. his Walford. I keep confusing with that Wofford, the college that is always like the 14th seed in March Madness. <laughs> yeah. I just keep thinking um, of him that way. I mean, I don't know. We don't know if Goff is going to start yet or not, but I think either way, the Rams defense knows it's going to have to step up. The Seahawks offense has not been good lately. It's basically been sort of broken. In fact, like Russell Wilson just hasn't looked the same. He's been struggling, kind of like seeing things, not pulling the trigger, not being very aggressive. I mean, when Aaron Donald is involved, I could see a strip sack happening with Russell Wilson. I could see, you know, an interception happening. So I'm going with the Rams defense just because I think they're playing really hot right now. And I think the Seahawks offense has just not been good. Yeah, Russ was sacked 11 times in the two Seahawks games this year. <laughs> so that's not great. Yeah. That's <laughs> not great. The I, But I, I actually went the other way. I have the Seahawks defense. I did too. As you said. Oh, you do too? Oh. <laughs> Yes. Let's go. I mean, the, John Walford might play. That's all it is. I get to like, host the it. trivia question. I'm stoked about it's this. Ju- you it's, do. Okay, so it's John Walford playing. The Seahawks are the cheapest defense and the Rams are the most expensive, which is a little weird to me considering one defense I is agree. going up against Russ and the other is going up against Walford. Here's the problem here, Heifetz. If one of us loses, we get the Rams D? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how this works. If one of us loses, the loser has to take the Titans defense. Which is cheaper in this exact circumstance? Yeah, oh, it's cheaper. The defenses we can just in this circumstance, it. yeah. it'll have to. Usually, I feel like where this won't happen. So I think the that's loser true. this going gets the Titans D. Yeah. Okay, which is pretty that works. Yeah. Okay, that's bad. Okay, DK, hit us with a trivia question. Okay, so wait, 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 Craig, do do it is showdown time. <laughs> God, we need a new name for that. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, DK, give us the trivia question. <laughs> All right, here you go. This is from Colin. The country of Morocco is closer in distance to the United States than it is to the country of South Africa. What is the distance between Morocco and the United States? Okay. Wow. So this is essentially saying Morocco, like Afri- the, the distance from Morocco, which is in Northern Africa to the bottom, South Africa, is longer than it is to the United States. Oh, I see. Yeah. Morocco is closer to the U.S. than it is to South Africa, in other words. What is, what's the difference between Morocco and the U.S.? How many miles? How many miles just from the edge of the U.S. to Morocco? Yeah. Jesus. Say Casablanca. I think it's 8,000. That's a nice guess. Okay. I think it's a little less. I'm gonna, I think it's 6,200 miles. Hold on. How do you want me to do this math? Because, like, do you want me to do the bottom? Oh, man, DK. No, like, how do you want me to do it from the bottom left tip of Morocco, like the most western part of Morocco? What happens if you just Google how far is Morocco from America? It doesn't say anything. 
I just Googled it. It's 4,900 miles. Craig wins. Doesn't matter what city you pick. I'm going to lose. <laughs> 4,900. Okay. Bang, bang. 2-0, baby. Congrats, Craig. Shit. Was even Trivia close. king. That makes sense now. The showdown king. It was a terrible guess. All right, let's move on here. All right, so I get the Titans defense. God damn it. Congrats. This is awful. <laughs> okay. What dumb rules are these? Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. All right, next game up we got here. This is Saturday night. This is like the primetime game. This is Buccaneers-Washington. Shitty mm. primetime game. I don't know why this is the primetime game. Because they wanted the Steelers on Tom Brady Sunday or whatever. What kind of freaking question is that? Why is the most famous player in the primetime slot? Eh. Should have been the Bills. Should have yeah, been Bills the Bills. Do you guys, DK, do you have anyone from this in this matchup? I do indeed. I have Chris Godwin at receiver for the Buccaneers. So matchups wise, uh, this game is actually kind of interesting because the Washington defense is in a really good front four. So they're going to be able to rush. Yeah. And, and this has like long been the cliche book on Brady is to like rush with four and get pressure and then like, you know, play yeah. good solid coverage in the back. I know. The I, I watch those Super Bowls. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. So basically we're, we're doing like the Giants blueprint here and. I think it's going to be in, like interesting to see how they they mitigate what happens up up front and how they're getting pressure. Long story short, I think Godwin's going to get peppered with targets rather than like you know these longer developing plays downfield to Mike Evans or or to Antonio Brown. I think the middle of the field does like little slant routes. I think they'll probably look to get Godwin involved on some screens because he's really strong after the catch. He's also just been heating up lately. He had he's had. Double-digit points in six out of his last seven games in terms of FanDuel points. And so he's he's been really um, pretty solid. And I think he's going to be a big part of this game plan. So I'm going with Godwin. I think he gets into the end zone. Nice. I like that. I do not have Godwin. I have Gronk in this game just because it's like Brady and playoff Gronk. I know that. I mean, believe me. I'm a Giants fan. Like, believe me. I know the Brady against the bad defensive line thing. And the thing <laughs> with him being bad under pressure is real. Bill Barnwell pointed out this week that Brady's QBR with no pressure is like fifth. And then his QBR with pressure is like 31st, which is like Nick Mullins. Right. And if you want to, if you want to factor in like how Gronk could benefit from Mike Evans, even being on the field as a decoy, like Gronk could immediately become the red zone guy much more than Mike yeah. Evans. And so, but having the, the interesting part to me is that the bucks are doing so many big plays. I think that the third most plays of like 20 plus yards this year or pass yards of yeah. uh, pass plays of 20 plus yards. And Washington allows like the fewest along with the Rams. But I keep coming back to, I just feel like the Bucks are going to be able to grind out the win here. And I'm pretty confident about it because 
if you're going to go with, well, they have a good pass rush and Brady's immobile. What is Alex Smith mobile all of a sudden? Like, we're just going to ignore that Washington's offense is like inept. They've become the worst offense in the league other than, I mean, they're worse than the Jets at this point. I mean, they can't do anything. Alex Smith ranks 34th, I think, in, in QBR. 35th is Haskins. There's only 35 guys <laughs> eligible. Like, this offense is bumbling. Isn't there potential that Heineke is going to play this this week? Or like they're going to do some sort of like quarterback Yeah, shuffle? one-two punch. Yeah, it's, yeah, the one-two punch. I, I have very little faith in the Washington offense. I feel like the Bucs yeah. are going to roll. Yeah. Even though, despite the, the pass first. And I love the Washington defense. It has only happened twice in NFL history that an underdog at home in the playoffs is getting more than a touchdown. I mean, seven and nine. Yeah. Seven, but the seven and nine team always wins, though. That's the thing. That's the one concern. Because <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Seahawks were one of the two. Oh yeah. Did. By the way, read Heifetz's article on the Beast Mode or on the oh, Beastquake. Yeah. I should say the seven and nine Seahawks beat the Saints that year was one of the greatest moments of my life as a Seahawks fan. <laughs> yeah, they were ten point underdogs. The other one, can you guys guess what the other game was? Underdog mm. by more than a touchdown. That was that home, home team because the Giants were on that list, but they weren't home. Obviously, no. This is a very famous game that happened in the last ten years. Was it the Giants against the Packers? The NFC no. Championship? I can't think of it. Who was it? Tebow. Oh, yeah. oh that's, that's over, great, the, yeah. over the that's, Steelers. Yeah. In that game, actually, they 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 Tebow had someone come in motion on that play. I think it was Demarius Thomas. And twenty yep. the first 22 times they did that, they ran. And then oh, the 23rd time they passed it. So Ryan brilliant. Clark moved up. Anyways, let's keep rolling here. Uh, Sunday games, which I think are more fun. Ravens-Titans. I imagine we have a lot of players in this game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this game is the highest Correct. over under the day, 55. All right, DK, just roll through. Who are all the players you got in this? We're, let's go through all our players here, and then we'll, we'll talk about the game. Okay, so I got two guys in here. Going back to our boy, Hollywood Brown. And I'm calling him Hollywood. I don't even care. He's earned it over the last, like, five, six weeks. Has he? He has. He has one, two, three, four, five, six straight games, double digits. No, he's Bakersfield Brown. Modesto. What's like a middle? What's like a? What's like not quite? A, not a very bad town, but like not Hollywood. You know, maybe like North a, Hollywood. He's North Hollywood Brown. Like Venice Beach. Yeah, Venice Beach is up and down, I suppose. Culver City. How about like Ventura Brown? <laughs> like he's been fine. Brown. He has not been Hollywood <laughs> anyway. Santa which is Barbara ironic because the the actual neighborhood of Hollywood in L.A. is awful. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, Hollywood is the right name for him because it's all flash and like, but being there is pretty bad. God, that's fucking <laughs> harsh. Anyway, yeah. DK, uh, why do you like him in this game? All right, so number one, I think there's this this game has a chance. I know that the Ravens' offense or defense is good, but I think this game could end up being a, shoot, a shootout just because I think the Titans are really good offensively too. One of the best offenses in the NFL, and if Tennessee can get their offense rolling, get Derrick Henry going, get Tannehill going, AJ Brown. I could see this being kind of like a punch-for-punch game. And Lamar Jackson in that offense has gotten hot lately. And so, um, Brown, you can't deny that he's got a huge target rate. He's a clear-cut number one in that offense. They basically don't have anyone else. Mark Andrews is sort of the guy, but he's just been really, really inconsistent, hard to hard to trust. And yeah, I mean, if you just look at his numbers, he's, he's obviously been a little bit touchdown-dependent over the last few weeks, but this is a big play offense. And he's emerged and helped... Lamar Jackson get his confidence back and so they got like that little bit of that like swagger that confidence going into this game and and the Titans defense is terrible I agree so it's funny you use the word shootout because I finally realized what the Titans are which are the Titans are a big 12 team or maybe now the <laughs> yes. SEC, yeah. SEC team and it didn't occur to me that they're a big 12 team and what I mean by that is all offense 
put up as many po- pileup points can't play defense to save their life. And it never occurred to me because they don't shoot. They don't pass. They run the ball with Derrick Henry is how they're doing it. But it never occurred to me. That, but they, that's really the model of team they are. I mean, I think that they they're one of only five teams that scored more than 30 points per game. And then they also have allowed the most points on defense of any team that made the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I, they're going to pile up points in this game. I, I have in this game, I actually have Derrick Henry because De- he's Derrick Henry. And then I also have Mark Andrews for the Ravens. One, because Mark Andrews kind of was really bad for them when they lost to the Titans in the playoffs last year. And then also, I just don't think the Titans are going to stop them on defense. So the Ravens gained the most third down conversions this year. And the Titans allowed the most third down conversions. The Titans mm. were by far the worst third down team. I mean, they, they allowed, the Titans allowed more than 50% of third down conversions, which hadn't happened in years. So I think the Ravens are going to just stay on the field longer. Yeah. So we got a lot of a lot of Baltimore pass catchers out of you guys. I got Hollywood. You have well, Andrews. Here's why. The Titans, the, I think the Titans have the worst pass rush, maybe, of any team to make the playoffs in like two or three decades. <laughs> like they only have 19 sacks this year. I mean, Jeez. this year they're one of the worst pass rushes. Like they, we've talked about how Clowney was a disaster and Vic Beasley was a disaster, but they're, they're like bottom two, bottom three in pressure rate. But if you just look at like teams that made the playoffs with fewer than 20 sacks, it's only three teams. It's the Titans yeah. this year. And then it's like the Falcons in 1982 <laughs> and like the Chargers in 1982. And 1982 is when they like started recording sacks as a stat. So since the year they invented sacks, no team with under 20 sacks has made the playoffs till this year. So I like Lamar as a passer actually on Sunday. Great year. Who else you got, DK? Uh, I got Gus Edwards. Gus the bus. And okay. number one for starters is because he's a lot cheaper than J.K. Dobbins. He's 5,700. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's not... Obviously, Dobbins is, like, the clear-cut number one on that, but he's he's definitely getting a good amount of carries. I could see him snipe a touchdown in this game. Obviously, he's he's a big physical guy. He, he picks up yards after the catch. He's actually not terrible in the passing game. He doesn't get a lot of targets, but, you know, he's made the most of his targets over the last couple of weeks. Uh, not last week, but the two weeks before that, he picked up 37, 36 yards through the air. So, um I'm just going with Gus and hoping he steals a touchdown away from Dobbins. Okay, so Craig, who do you have in this game? In this game, I have Derrick Henry and I have Corey Davis. Both why are you doing? Hen- why are you doing Henry? Why am I doing Derrick Henry? <laughs> what kind of question? <laughs> <laughs> that was like really even by DK standard. That slid under my. I radar. wanted to see. I wanted to see Craig's face. He was like, you almost triggered me. He was like, what? <laughs> I actually have Henry too, so we're gonna have to do a showdown. Ah, yes. crap. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. Obviously, Derrick Henry ran for 2,000 yards this year. Last year, the, the <laughs> Titans, heard. the Titans' two playoff wins last year, Derrick Henry had 34 rushes and 30 rushes for 182 and then 195 Jesus. yards. That's what they do when they win games, and one of those games was against the Ravens. I don't really see this being any different. I feel like he's getting 30 touches. It's what yeah. you said about Diggs. I just have FOMO. I just didn't have Henry on. I wanted Henry on every one of my teams, and I, that was not the case. And I just, I just want to root for him in the playoffs. Like he's yeah. he's like he's like fighting against the tide of the sport itself. Everything about the sport is like we're running less. And Derrick Henry is out here running for two thousand yards. And I mean, just getting two hundred yard games in the playoffs is insane. He's he just gets it, it. It's wild to me that you can have what does he have eight games with more than one hundred and eighty yards in the last two years, and four of those eight. We're like with a playoff berth or a playoff game on the line. Like that's fucking nuts. If you toss in his receiving yards, he had 200 total yards in both those playoff Just games. Just so last clutch. Year. My Anyways. other, my other guy. So yeah, Corey Davis, I like. He's 6,400 bucks. So the Ravens have allowed the fewest points per game to opposing number one wide receivers this season, which would be AJ Brown. Mm. Corey Davis has had some of his best games this year against teams that limit opposing 
number one wide receivers. In the five games played against teams in the top 10 versus wide receiver ones, Davis has had three 100-yard games. And this game is going to be a massive shootout. Interesting. So I really like Davis. I also just think he's still a little bit, he's just more talented than we think he is. I mean, the dude was like the fourth pick in the draft and he's finally coming into his own because he has a good quarterback that, and he's building chemistry. I like Corey Davis a lot. Yeah, that's a great Corey, stat. I, I love Corey. They're definitely not like, they're not afraid to be like, okay, we'll just pass this other guy. He's awesome. Right. Who do you guys think <laughs> wins this game? I got the Ravens, but I think it's going to be good, a good game. I think the Ravens, that's why I wanted Andrews. I kept I kept doing my lineup and I was like, do I want Andrews? And I was like, yes, I think the Ravens are going to win. I think they're going to pass. I think that they're not calling it a revenge game. They're going out of their way to not call it a revenge game. Even the Titans just beat them two months ago and beat them in the playoffs. But I really think they'll crush them. Not yeah. crush, but they're going to pile points. Okay, so we got to do a showdown here between Craig yes, and us, Derek Henry. All right. Oh my God. This All is right, a DK, big one. For the, we're playing this for the big dog. This is huge. Craig, take oh, us yeah, to sorry. the... <clears throat> it is showdown time. <laughs> All right, so this one's from Errol. This is this is a trivia question from Errol. How many Bruce Springsteen songs have reached number one? So you got to get you got to get a question right about the boss to get the big dog. Huh. If I don't get well, this, this right, good. my mother is going to <laughs> disown me. Okay, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna feel it. I'm not even gonna think too much. Bruce Springsteen number one song fourteen. Hypes <laughs> just jumps in and steals fourteen. <laughs> Craig yeah, is like about ready to care. I'm gonna say eight. How's my gut? Okay, so wait, Hyphens, you said 14? I said 14. Uh, zero. Oh! <laughs> it's hard to get a number one song. It's really Born hard to get a number run? one song. Was it number one? This is according to the what I just Googled it. It says, Bruce Springsteen, this is from insider.com, might have some of the most recognizable songs in the world, but none of them have garnered a top spot in the Hot 100. He's never hit oh, 100, shit. or number one on the Hot 100. God. Three oh and zero for old Craig. Billboard.com. Twenty surprising artists who've never had a hot number one, a hot one hundred number one. My team is untouched. Wow. Oh my god. I can't okay, so Hyphus, you have to drop the big dog. Oh, now you're gonna have to take like J.K. Brutal. Dobbins. J.K. Fucking Dobbins. I mean, Dobbins is not a bad god. consolation prize, really. You could challenge DK right now for Gus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a duel. I'm gonna take JK. I know <laughs> Challenge me to a JK duel. Dobbins. I have five thousand dollars in my budget unused now because I cut yes. it. <laughs> that sucks. Okay, god damn it. Let's just go on here. Bears Saints, DK. We got Saints. <laughs> just looking at the prices. Henry is uh ten thousand two hundred and he had to drop down to Dobbins who's sixty eight hundred. <laughs> All right. I'm I mean, so it might work out for you. Okay, so I have someone you might have heard of, Alvin Kamara. Mm. Um, I feel like we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. Assuming he plays, he's he's currently on the COVID list, and and he's like practicing virtually. He's like got like a this whole like connection headset thing to like practice. So he can what? practice virtually. He's got an Oculus Rift and he's running through <laughs> the Believe it or not, lines? Carson Palmer what was I'm using one of those the Cardinals yeah. like five years ago. I'm going to go ahead and let him say that doesn't help. He should just stretch at home. <laughs> yeah, just rest. <laughs> Craig's like, why are you trying? So I'm assuming I'm assuming he's going to play. If he doesn't play, I'm going to have to change my lineup at the last minute. But um, this is, yeah, obviously just assuming he plays. He's really good. Uh, the last time he played, he had six touchdowns. So, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not expecting him to do that again. But analysis. Maybe, you know, just go like four or something. Right. I like that expert analysis from DK. My expert analysis is I took Latavius Murray, who's Alvin Kamara's backup, because Alvin is Kamara probably has smarter. coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> He's COVID-19. That's my expert analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Glad that's what people come here for. Yeah, he's currently not actually legally allowed to play, so we'll see. But yeah. 
Who do you, but do you guys think the Bears have a chance? This is the biggest point spread of the game. I think the Saints are giving like nine and a half or ten. Do you uh, guys think the Bears have a chance? Because I have tried to tuck myself into a scenario here, and I just see Mitchell Trubisky against the Saints D. I, I'm a big believer in the Saints defense, and I just think the Bears will be overwhelmed. Yeah, so you're right. The Saints are laying ten. I was wrong earlier. The, the Bucks are only laying eight, not ten. Bucks are laying eight. Saints are laying ten. I don't. So I was thinking about this game and listening to a bunch of people talk about it. And, and the one thing that keeps standing out to me is the Bears have their offense has been really hitting well over the last like month plus because their run game has been so good. But they played nobody. Yeah, and that's yeah, the, the problem. De- the like, defense they played sucked. I could see the Saints like taking Montgomery out of this game. You know, making him very inefficient, and then I could see this offense sort of crumbling because of that. We get back to like what we saw early in the year, where Trubisky was being asked to do too much, and it just didn't look good. Yeah, you stack the box, you blitz them, and make them hit people. I had to admit I was wrong about Josh Allen this season. I can't also be wrong about Trubisky and Allen in the same year. Like I emotionally, I could not handle being wrong <laughs> about both those people at the same time. This would be I, I don't a want pretty to damn it. big upset. So I would, I, I would, which also makes me think it must happen because right. how heartbreaking it would be for me personally. So yeah, I have Latavius Murray, and I also completely snaked Michael Thomas from outside under Craig. I'm not yes. gonna lie. I saw that Craig had taken him, and I was like, oh, that's a great pick. I'm going to do that, too. <laughs> Such I, I can't BS. even lie. <laughs> like, I just was like, I want him. Michael Thomas is the ninth <laughs> most expensive wide receiver on FanDuel, which, like, I get it. He hasn't played all year, but, like, he's maybe the best wide receiver in the league. He's 6800 bucks. Yeah. He hasn't played the Bears yet this season. He had 130 yards last year when he played him. I mean, he's Michael Thomas. Like, if he is actually healthy, he could put up Stefan Diggs' numbers. Yeah, I think people get why Michael Thomas is good. Let's just get to the showdown here. <laughs> showdown I thought it was showdown time oh yeah it's showdown time <laughs> I feel like I'm doing it like like spooky what's the thing of Rick and Morty where they're just they're doing the the it's oh no with the big talking heads Deke has never seen it Craig do you watch Rick and Morty I've seen maybe 10 episodes nothing crazy <laughs> damn it I can't remember the tagline from that episode damn right. it Email us if you know what tagline Danny Heifetz is talking about. Oh. DK, give us a trivia question here. This is from Gavin. How many digits are there in the number of different ways a standard 52-card deck can be shuffled? So in other words... Oh, my God. How many different ways in a deck of cards be shuffled? How many different, yeah, like, iterations are there? But did, so how many, not the how number, many but digits like... Are there? Yeah, because you can't... The, you won't know the, no, the name of this number. So... Because <laughs> it's a big number. So how oh, many how digits? How many digits? Oh, I see, I see, I see. Nine. Wait, not, okay. like nine zeros? Nine, nine digits. digits. Yeah, so I'm going to win this one because that's completely wrong. Because this is 52 <laughs> times 51 times 50 times yes. 49 yeah, all yeah. the way to one. It's 52i. That's like more than like the atoms on Earth. Oh, okay. Like that's, <laughs> I'm going to guess like. Say quadrillion. No, just say the number of digits. I'm going to guess like 20. 67. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no, honestly, that's more than Adams in the galaxy. Man, I made a bonehead choice here and now I'm going to lose Michael Thomas because Danny Heifetz snaked me at the last goddamn second. <laughs> so who do I got? 6,800. And I can't go more expensive, right? I can't take Allen Robinson in this game. Heifetz, you said uh, it. There, there are more ways to no, arrange I- a deck of cards than there are Adams on Earth. That can't be fucking right. <laughs> no, it, I think that is true. That is insane. It's an eight because followed just, by 67 zeros. Okay, I will take... Oh, God. 
So Craig has to drop Michael Thomas. And I can't, God, this sucks. I can't take Robinson. So I got to take basically Emmanuel Sanders or like Darnell Mooney. <laughs> Mooney, had, Mooney, had, Mooney had 13 targets last week. He's, yeah. also, he's also injured right now. He has a injury, uh, what you call it, a, an ankle injury. So does Michael Thomas. Damn, this absolutely blows. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do Darnell Mooney. <laughs> he went cool. from Michael Thomas to Darnell Mooney. <laughs> so you got, yo, I'll trade you if I get Henry back. I'll give you Thomas. Ooh, spicy. So I'll give you Dobbins. Actually, no, I don't want Mooney. I'm keeping Dobbins and Michael Thomas. <laughs> Screw that. Never mind. That's a terrible I was gonna deal. do that. Okay, last game. Brown Steelers. This game's all fucked up. Because this is, I mean, we're recording this on Thursday, Thursday <laughs> afternoon. I mean, Kevin Stefanski is the coach. He he has COVID. Joel Petonio is the 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 guard. He's the best offensive line on of the team. He sucks. has COVID. This sucks. They got one of their safeties, Andrews and Dayhill, off the uh, COVID list. One of their other starting safeties, Ronnie Harrison, went on the COVID list. Denzel Ward, the best cornerbacks on COVID list. Kevin Johnson, the uh, one of the other cornerbacks, is on the COVID list. They might come off. We don't know. The coaches Malcolm don't Smith know. Smith as well. Olivier Vernon tore his Achilles last week. Uh, like. Uh, it's unbelievable. It, it, this team is so battered. Now, also, they can't really practice. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's too bad because you'd like to celebrate that the Browns made the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. And instead, it's like they're just the model of like, oh, well, will this game even be competitive? So it's kind of disappointing. But with all that said, I feel like we probably all think the Steelers are probably going to win. So, DK, <laughs> who do you have on this team? Uh, I'm going with Deontay Johnson, the old reliable, even though he's definitely not reliable. <laughs> Sir drops uh, a lot. <laughs> Sir drops a here's, lot. Here's what's reliable, his target rate. He has double-digit targets in seven of the last nine games, and I think all those seven games were games he actually played the whole game. So, like, if he plays the whole game, he's definitely going to get, like, 12 targets. To me, like, he's actually... You can talk about the drops. You can talk about the sloppy play and all that, which I think is valid. But he's definitely like his route running is important to what they do on offense, like his ability to get open early on in his route, give Ben like an early outlet. <clears throat> I think that's just all very important. So he's going to be a big part of this game plan. And he's even being used a little bit on deep routes lately. Like he's had he's caught a couple like go routes, like a seam route. Um, so I don't know. I'm just feeling feeling good about Deontay Johnson. He's seven thousand and. With this, with this receiving, like this group of receivers, it's always kind of tough to know who's going to like have the big game. But Johnson at least has that floor with the targets. Yeah, Deke, I, I actually have Deontay Johnson too. And mm. Oh, you guys why. love him so much. I knew it. I knew, I was going to put him, and I was like, "There's no way I could get away with having him." <laughs> okay, here's yeah. a trivia question for you: How many targets does Deontay Johnson have in the second half of the season? Oh, let me toss in a hint. He's six in the NFL in targets this whole season. Okay, so eight games. I'm going to say 101. Oh my God, he has a hundred. Yeah, nice. fucking, I'm gonna give you him because that's better than the trivia. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it! He has the most targets in the NFL in the second half of the season. I was just like ten plus a few, ten per, ten per game plus a few. I was like one hundred one. Why not? So are we not doing the showdown? Well, I feel like he kind of won the show. He got my number to what? I mean, Here, here's the problem with the showdown: is we're out of trivia questions. That oh, I listen, I can come up. I can come up with one right now. Okay, let's do it. I want a trivia question. Yeah, because Hyvitz, that's not fair to you. I mean, you just like looked up a stat, and then he he guessed close to it. Okay, it's time for the final showdown <laughs> of the episode. Okay, hmm. How many tackles did Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Record in college. Oh. So he played at Miami. Uh, I don't know how many years he played. Did he play full, four I'm gonna full say, years? I'm going to say 50. 
50 tackles? Yeah, I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> I figured it should be zero. I like, didn't even fucking play. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't know the answer until I asked it, so it wasn't a trick question. <laughs> I figured it would be zero. All right, so I'll just say 65. 77. Nice. Oh, my God. I'm, oh, I didn't, oh, my God. That's absolutely brutal. <laughs> the Rock. How many sacks did he have? 4.25. That's so A quarter? You could have a quarter sack. Wait, so I got to lose Deontay, too, now. So I got to... I uh-huh. lost three... Man, this fucking sucks. <laughs> okay, you know what's fine? I'll take Claypool. Hello. That's yeah, or fine. you can get you. Like, you're fine. Whatever. I'll take Claypool. That's actually a pretty good pick, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. I, I like. Do you guys think the Browns have any chance in this game? I think it's ridiculous because you're coming different coach, different play caller on offense, different head coach because they're splitting the special teams coordinator is the head coach. Offensive coordinator is calling plays for the first time listen, a, a, listen, this season. Listen, anytime a team is playing the Steelers in the second half of the 2020 season, yes, they have a chance. <laughs> the Bengals beat them. Are the Browns now better than the Bengals? They still are. Listen. <laughs> Listen, if listen, the, listen. If the Colts, if, if the Steelers didn't get hot for like 12 minutes against the Colts, I don't know what the line of this game would be. If they lost that Colts game, we'd all be picking the Browns. It's yeah. They have a tenuous grasp on this game. I was talking, I was talking to Craig before the game, and I was bringing up how Roger Sherman tweeted this picture. Like it was like, here is the the 2020 Steelers season. It's that picture of the horse where it's like incredibly <laughs> detailed and beautiful on the one side, and it just turns into like a children's stick figure on the right. It's like they completely fucking fell apart. Dude, so. it's so true. But yes, I I mean I do think the Steelers are going to win. I just don't want to say there's no way they lose. I think do you have anyone lose. in this game? Uh, yeah, I, Mike, I, I'm taking Ben and Eric Ebron. So Ben Ebron. is affordable. Ben's affordable. He is like the, he's 7,500 bucks, which is way down the list for QBs. And the reason I like him is because I couldn't figure out what pass catcher I would want. So I just figured I'm going to take Ben. Like if the Steelers <laughs> yeah. win this game, it's not going to be because James Conner has 140 yards on the ground. It's going to be because Ben goes for 303. And I don't want to have to guess which receiver and spend $7,000 to potentially get the dud. So I'm just taking Ben. I mean, you went over mm. all the defensive players who are hurt. And then from a tight end perspective, if you're not shelling out for like Mark Andrews or I guess Logan Thomas, like there's not a ton of options. And yeah. Ebron's actually been pretty solid. He's getting like eight targets a game over his last five games. And uh, the Browns aren't very good against tight ends. So I kind of like Ebron. Maybe cheap touchdown. I like that quite a bit. Okay, so let's go over our teams here. I'm not done. I'm not done. I got one oh, more. Oh, sh- oh, oh, oh my <laughs> okay. God. My bad. My Jeez. bad. I, I should have been more clear. I'm going bargain bin shopping on this one. David Njoku for the Browns. And the reason I'm doing this is, number one, you know, the, the Browns have so many guys on the COVID list right now. Harrison Bryant, who is like their number two tight end, is currently on the COVID list. He could be activated before this game. We're not sure quite yet. There's indications he might be activated on like Saturday. But if Bryant doesn't play, and even if he is activated, and he might not get that much time because he hasn't really been practicing with the team that much, Njoku is this kind of guy who could randomly just grab a touchdown, grab four or five passes and and a touchdown and, and be pretty good. I'm rolling the dice, obviously, because I need someone who's super cheap. Um, yeah. But you don't care about Austin Hooper. I mean, yeah, no, I, I think Hooper's obviously like the number one guy. But um, you know, the, the no, receivers, the, the receiver situation with the Browns is in flux. Like they've had guys coming on and off the the COVID list. I could just see him be a big part of the game plan. Okay, maybe not a big part, but like a, a medium, <laughs> a medium part. Of the game plan. <laughs> a literal <laughs> part, I suppose. He, is, he, he will is play a role. He, he'll run some routes. He will play in the game. <laughs> Watch him, watch him literally get zero snaps now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, so let's let's read off. Okay, so everybody now read off your lineup as well as the money you have remaining. Okay, fifty thousand dollar budget. I have sixty six hundred left over. Oh, like almost. I basically have Allen Robinson left over. My with all these freaking things I lost. My team is now Philip Rivers, J.K. Dobbins, Latavius Murray, Chase Claypool, Michael Thomas, Gabe Davis. Gabe, Dave, Mark Andrews, Rob Gronkowski, and the Titans. Yo, Hyman's team sucks. Which is the worst third down in Mark and the worst pass rush. Oh, no. Wait, who did I, which which one did I lose? Naheem Hines one? Yeah, you lost Hines. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so my team, I have 200 remaining, actually, which is pretty good. So I've got Josh Allen at QB, Gus Edwards, Alvin Kamara at running back, Deontay Johnson, Godwin, and Hollywood Brown at receiver. So much better. Slightly. David (laughs) Njoku is really my wild card pick here. That's true. That's true. At tight end. And then Zach Moss at flex and the Rams at defense. Do you guys think the Titans defense gets me negative points or positive points? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say it gets you you two. Oh, my God. Okay. I have uh, $1,400 left over. (laughs) I have $6,000 left over. (laughs) That's so many. My Amazing. team is uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Derek Henry, shouts out Heifetz, Naeem Hines, Corey Davis, Darnell Mooney, Stefan Diggs, Eric Ebron, John Brown, and the Seahawks defense. I think power rankings after round one of this showdown between the three of us, DK's definitely got the best team coming out of the first episode. <laughs> Where do I rank? Dead last, but uh, <laughs> the Derek Henry thing really kills you. See, can, you we, almost wait, ha- can, we, can we incorporate the rankings? In addition to like who comes in first each week, should we also count equally the power rankings ahead? Who had the highest projections going in? Yes. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. No, no, it should be most over expectations. We'll keep it in mind. We're not going to write it down. We'll pencil it in. We're not going to write it in pen. But all right, you know what? Doesn't it make you think? So the Derrick Henry thing, like strategizing now for next week when we do this, it's almost tough to pick a guy like Derrick Henry because you have to realize somebody else is going to pick a stud like that. And then you have to kind of come to terms with the fact that you may have to bargain for him, lose, and then take somebody else who's terrible in that game. Like you almost only want to pick guys who have good counterparts in the same game, you know? Yeah, you get. Yeah. I did a little bit of that. I did a little bit of like planning, like who my backup would be. Oh yeah. wow, I did not. Maybe that's my problem, or maybe I should just cheat on the trivia question. Speaking of which, we love these questions. Email us more trivia questions at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com. Also, email us a name because the showdown thing is terrible. We need a better name for this. The showdown. The showdown. <laughs> Jesus, that is so terrible. Uh, can I? Can we? Can I give you guys one more trivia question mm-hmm. before we go? Yes. So from Andy, Olive Garden has a dish named the Tour of Italy at the Times Square New York location. Oh my god! The Jesus Tour of Christ. Italy dish consists of. A whole portion of chicken parmesan, lasagna, and fettuccine alfredo. How much does the tour of Italy cost? Fifteen ninety five. Wait, it's all it's the main course, all three of those. Together? It's chicken parm, lasagna, and fettuccine alfredo. Jesus. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna At say the eight. Olive Garden in Times Square. Oh, it's gonna be inflated. Okay, I'm gonna say twenty two ninety five, which is still crazy cheap. Uh I'm gonna go forty five. Oh, Craig, 26 It's Craig. Boom. 26 for three <laughs> main courses. Chicken farm, lasagna, fettuccine, Alfredo. <laughs> Unbelievable. Tour of Italy. All right, well, let's put our tour of wildcard weekend. That's a great trivia question. Unreal trivia question. Yeah, please send more in. All right, that's the tour of Italy. This was our tour of wildcard weekend. Thank you for everyone listening to our shenanigans. Email us. 
Thank you, Craig. Thank show, you, DK. Show makes no sense, but yes. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? Thank you, Ever, for listening. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Thank you, Springsteen, the boss. Oh, God, he needs the number one. He needs the number one. Give man. him a number one hit. He's got thing. time. Born to be number one. <laughs> He's in his prime. He's in his prime. E Street Band. 